Now the news on Wenjie. The Israeli army says its forces have achieved almost complete operational control of northern Gaza. Palestinian authorities say strikes have killed some 200 people in 24 hours. Meantime, U.S. President Joe Biden has discussed the need to protect civilians in a phone call with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. However, Biden said he did not ask for a ceasefire. Isabel Dibra has more from Jerusalem. We heard from Israeli military spokesperson Daniel Hagari that Israel is focusing more of its efforts in the southern Gaza Strip. This has been reflected in an increasing number of airstrikes that have hit the southern town of Khan Yunis, as well as the central part of the Gaza Strip, such as Nusarat and the Baraj refugee camp, where tons of thousands of people have been sheltering and have actually crammed into the family homes of their relatives because they thought this was going to be a safe place. There's been an increased number also of strikes that have continued across the territory. We did see one of those strikes hit the Nusarat refugee camp, killing this one local TV correspondent, Mohammed Khalifa, as well as 14 members of his family. That was just the latest deadly strike in a very difficult day. We had health authorities say that 201 Palestinians have been confirmed dead in 24 hours, and this comes a day after the health authorities said that the death toll from the war overall had now surpassed 20,000, which is quite a staggering toll. Chinese Premier Li Qiang has called for using all possible means to improve the living condition of people affected by a recent earthquake in northwest China. Li made the remarks while visiting the quick-stricken area in Gansu and Qinghai provinces. The Premier said the top priority of current relief work is to ensure the public stay warm and safe in winter. He also urged relief workers to make sure supplies delivered in a timely manner and build temporary housing as fast as possible. A magnitude 6.2 tremor jolted the area on Monday, killing 148 people and wounding over 900. A cargo ship has come under drone attack off the coast of the western Indian state of Gujarat. Media reports say the Liberia-flagged chemical products tanker has links to Israel and was traveling from Saudi Arabia to India. The attack sparked a fire on board the ship. The incident comes after a series of drone and rocket attacks targeting ships by Yemen's Houthi rebels. No group or individual has claimed responsibility for the latest strike. France has withdrawn its last batch of military troops from Niger. The French soldiers were initially deployed to help the African nation combat an extremist insurgency. The two countries have been at lockerheads since a military coup toppled President Mohamed Bazoum in July. Chaum Gono has details. The farewell party is for the final 157 French soldiers, mostly from logistics teams. There have been fears that the departure of French troops would weaken the fight against insurgency, not just in Niger, but also in the wider Sahel region. Since the insurgency attacks that killed dozens in the ranks of the Nigerian army last October, the security situation in Niger has been relatively calm. France began withdrawing its 1,500 soldiers from Niger on the 10th of October 2023. This move comes after the Niger military pressured France to leave, coming on the heels of the eviction of French troops from Mali in 2022 and Burkina Faso in early 2023. The Japanese government has boosted its defense budget to a record 7.95 trillion yen for 2024. The figure, which amounts to about 56 billion U.S. dollars, marks a 16% year-on-year jump, hitting an all-time high for the 10th consecutive year. The move came as Japan accelerates its deployment of long-range missiles to shore up its defensive capabilities in the face of perceived geopolitical threats. 
Meanwhile, the country has relaxed its arms export controls for the first time since 2014. It now allows weapons made in the country under foreign licenses to be shipped to the licensing nations. The southern Chinese metropolis of Shenzhen saw its foreign trade grow 6.3% to a little over 3.5 trillion yuan, about 494.7 billion U.S. dollars in the first 11 months of 2023. Customs data shows during this period, Shenzhen's exports rose 13.6% to around 2.2 trillion yuan, and the city's total foreign trade volume accounted for 9.2% of the country's total. And that's the news. I'm Wenjie.